found the most generic live show. This is the generic live show. Hello everyone and welcome to the generic live show. This is the generic live show for the 2nd of February, for the 4th of February, 4th of February. 4th of February 2018, my name's Dale Campbell, it is a new show, it is a new month, it's a new dawn, and it's a new day talking about vegetarians who eat meat now. <laughs> Pre-show bits, uh, this is the direct live show, the most direct live show on the internet. Hi everyone, it's Dale Campbell here with you, uh, we're doing it for Geek.io, thanks for joining us, it's a pleasure as per always to be here. Uh, we're running a little behind for the live show viewers because I went on an explosive pre-show rant that you can tune in live for at 5.30pm uh, Eastern Time. That's 8.30am Australian Eastern Standard Time as the 9 o'clock train leaves the station. I don't know. I See, I didn't think that came up in the microphone last week, but there's a train that goes by my house at 9 o'clock in the morning, so... I know when to start the show is when I hear that. When I hear the train leave the station. Ah, uh, it is a it is a wet day out there uh, today, so uh, everyone stay safe and don't do anything stupid. And it actually it's a good day actually to be knocked up inside uh, to be. Oh, by the way, just want to get this out here before uh, while the show is still young. Uh, we uh, the Discord lines are now open. You can head on over to geek-o.net slash discord, join channel, uh, voice channel general. I'll be in, I'll be in chat general. I am, I'll be your chat general. Uh, if you want to call in live or if you want to join the discord uh, for after hours conversations, you can do so at geek-o.net slash discord. <laughs> train's very distracting. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little out of it this week. Just wanna, just wanna put it out there. Uh, just a little, a little sourced. So, please bear with me. Uh, I want to thank everyone for their feedback last week about a couple of things. Uh, one about the new time slot, the uh, new American friendly time slot that we now have at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. That's 8.30 a.m. Uh, Monday, Australian Eastern Standard Time uh, over at twitch.tv slash Kikaio Show. And it, it went off really well. We had, a, we had a very explosive three hours and it went really well. And I also want to thank everyone uh, for their for their feedback on all of the Logan Paul stuff, Mr. Paul's vacation uh, stuff. I got some really good feedback about that. Uh, one particular element that a listener uh, emailed in, and I don't want to give their name out just because they didn't say that they could or couldn't, and I'm really weird like that. But a, uh, a listener emailed in uh, saying that I forgot to mention uh, that that PewDiePie of all people uh, were were railing. Uh, against Logan Paul uh, for his kind of his kind of comments on Mr. Paul, and you would and that was like, oh yeah, that's right. Thank you for letting me know, and it was really cool. So 
Uh, you can email the show as well at genericliveshow at gmail.com uh, at any time. Emails are 24 hours a day. Turns out, emails never close. So, there you go. But that, that was a good point of PewDiePie, a person who also has landed himself in controversy, also decided to rail against a person who is currently in trouble. And it's like, oh, the trouble's not... And we were, we were chatting back and forward. And it was kind of like, yeah, this person who had trouble in the past is now... And this is also another thing about the YouTube culture. And if you listen to last week's post show, you'll, you'll get a better feel for this. But we forgot to mention it. About how YouTube's now this deflecting platform where it's like let's let's deflect off uh, the uh, let's deflect off the current troubles that i'm having and let's put that on someone else so i'm not in trouble anymore do da do da that's what that's what youtube has become it's not become uh, about uh, particularly in the we're talking large scale, and like CJ Boat from Geekio mentioned last week, it was like the small independent creators are still working their butts off, getting multiple days of content out there a week, whereas these big people are basically their contents either deflecting off themselves, creating controversial content, or deflecting and saying turn your attention to this person and rail against them. Not like they've had enough railed against them already, if that makes sense. So, there you go. So, about that. So, that that's that's all the feedback I wanted to get into here at the top of the first hour, because, you know, first hour, just get all the housekeeping out of the way. Out of the way. But... Uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, is a very special day. We are going to be talking about uh, putting, getting soup out of a can and putting it into a bowl. <laughs> Thank you, Josh from Gigaio, for, for creative comments on that one. Just getting soup into a bowl. Yeah, the big, the big game, we can't say what it is. Uh, super bowl. See? There you go. Uh, is happening... Right, is it happening right now? No, it's not happening right now. It's happening in 20 minutes. 20 minutes until the big game. Ooh! So here is everything you need to know. More than uh, 65,000 fans will fill U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. Uh, the 52nd edition of the Super Bowl... Plays out on Monday morning Australian time, and as usual, there's much interest off the field as there is on it. So the ticket price. So here, here's the numbers. We're going to break down the numbers here, and yes, the show is pretty much about this. There's a few other things in the second hour that we've pushed there. Ticket prices are up to five thousand dollars. An ad spot to play an ad. And no, we won't be watching ads on the stream because I don't want to be taken down. Is $6,300,000. That's 
the three thousand three point six point three million for thirty seconds. Uh, the crowd, as per previously mentioned, was sixty six thousand. Private plane tickets to Twin Cities this week were up to fifteen hundred dollars. There were 41,000 hotel room booked. 5,000 reporters are covering the game. Uh, average viewers, TV viewers last year were at 111.3 billion dollars spent on beer during last year's game was 1.3 billion dollars US. That's Billion with an M. <laughs> I like doing that. Billion with a B. Billion with an M. It, each Patriots player Super Bowl bonus last year was $135,000 each. Back-to-back Super Owls winners were eight. And teams that have never won are at 13. Uh, the New England Patriots uh, are playing in their sixth uh, in NFL championship with the Philadelphia in search of their maiden victory when they take the field in Indianapolis. So the halftime show is also, apart from the commercials and the wings, man, I could do with some wings. <laughs> I'm just, just, uh, just going to put that out there. Man, I could do with some wings. Uh, the halftime show is also uh, with some working. I put that in there. I'm not add title. Oops. <laughs> add quote. I mean, we can add titles if you want, but they won't make the show. Uh, so there you go. Now that that's, a, that's on the record forever, I will always feel like wings. Uh, the halftime show uh, is also one where a couple of years ago, I don't know if you remember it, but I certainly do, of where Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson were on, on stage and he indeed got her naked by the end of that song. Well, Justin Timberlake returns to the half halftime show as if they've learnt nothing. Since the first time since 2004, since that uh, wardrobe malfunction uh, incident happened. Uh, this will be his third performance. He also performed as a part of NSYNC in 2001. Man, NSYNC performed at the Super Bowl halftime show in 2001. Did they have those ridiculous Christmas sweaters on though? That's what I want to know. Uh, Joseph Timberlake looks really weird now without all of his hair. If I can, if I can bring your attention to this, he looks really, really weird without all his hair, right? That's not just me. Look at all that. He has no hair. <laughs> oh, ow. That was my hand on the desk. Yeah, he has no hair. Like, I'm not imagining that, right? That's all I've had that he's like, I do, I solemnly swear that I will not rip Janet Jackson's clothes off this time. I promise, it's raise your right hand, Dale. I solemnly swear... <laughs> I solemnly swear... In Christ's name, Justin Timberlake, I will not 
rip Janet Jackson's clothes off. This time. <laughs> uh, uh, a word from the sponsors. Uh, advertise, promoted, quote-unquote, promoted advertisers cough up $5 million US at 6.3 uh, buckaroonies in Australia for a 30-second spot uh, this year. Uh, the list of stars, because it has to be, of course, a star-studded event with the most viewed television event every year. Uh, we've got appearances from Jeff Bezos, uh, Gordon Ramsay, Rebel Wilson, Cardi B. Uh, she's making leave, leaves move, apparently, Cardi B. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, Peter Dinklage, Buster Rhymes. Morgan Freeman, Missy Elliott, Stephen Tyler, and Chris Pratt. Which one of these is not like the other? Oh, then of course, and then of course, there are some people playing a sports ball game uh, eventually. So there's that. Uh, we got, we actually got some, we got some clipperoonies uh, here, uh, which is exciting. I don't know why I, I don't know why I said it uh, so surprisingly. Uh, so here, here is actually. You know what? We will, we will play this. This is a, a, a sports ball fifty-two dummies guide. I hope this doesn't get us in trouble, uh, but we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, if it loads, uh, and of course it's going to be going to be a commercial. Or it won't light. Ah, <laughs> uh, but there, th yeah, this this dummy guide it'll it'll interrupt me when I'm uh, when it is. Hi there, uh, carry me rye. Welcome. Uh. Oh, here we go. Uh, where am I? There Once I am. again, the calendar hits the day for $5 tinnies, breakfast martinis, and the 10 million pounds of devoured ribs that make the Super Bowl the great day off it is. But if you're not quite fine-tuned with the Jims and Joes of the big game, the Dummies Guide to Super Bowl 52 has arrived. Featuring the five-time champion New England Patriots in all their glory, and the zero-time champion Philadelphia Eagles in all of theirs. <laughs> A season ravaged by injury has left us with what some believe is a lopsided season finale in Minnesota, or as John Malkovich put it, It is the story of David versus Goliath. So let's open with David, aka the Eagles of Philadelphia. It all starts up front on defense for Philly with Timmy Jernigan, Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox boasting a pretty short to-do list. Blow up the Patriots offense and keep hammering touchdown Tommy until he makes this face. Brady going down. Next up is Malcolm Jenkins, one of the men tasked with covering electrolyte and rumfield frat boy Rob Gronkowski. Jenkins has all the skill you could hope for marshalling the deep half of Philly's D and is just basically a badass mother who don't take no crap of nobody. And finally to Nick Foles, the backup quarterback who somehow come off the bench after Carson Wentz's ACL tear and rallied the Eagles like it was Varsity Blues. I love that dog. I think it's a pig. Yeah. Over to the Patriots, schemed up by their ever-emotive head coach Bill Belichick and starring 40-year-old massage enthusiast and sunscreen truther Tom Brady. With his bejeweled <laughs> hand Tom's lieutenant's this year outside of Gronk, maybe on Danny Lewis, a short bit to break a few ankles, good. and Danny Amendola, half Irish, half Italian, and a full-time replacement for their other little white receiver, Julian Edelman. <laughs> 
Fox Sports getting sassy. Go the Eagles, tenacious, battle-hardened underdogs who wear dog masks and throw beer cans at the opposition, and the Patriots who scrap through the AFC and ensure Jaguars' pain thrived ever more. Will they ever win the Super Bowl? Jason, I can't predict the future. <laughs> but no. All this leads us Aww. to one big question we'll soon know the answer to. How long will it take Pink to sing the national anthem? Because frankly, with no vision, Vegas has as good a feel for this as Belichick does for his tablet. Look out, tablet! <laughs> so whichever team you signed with, here's to whatever drink you're sipping. To one more Timberlake halftime show, and perhaps an homage to fallen Super Bowl hero Prince in his hometown. Merry Super Bowl, everyone. Merry Super Bowl. Oh, yes! Uh, that's another good point, is the fact that... Uh, I forgot that the, uh, the, the halftime show will feature a, a hologram of, of Prince, uh, again, in all his, in all his glory, in his home, in his home state. You be quiet, Fox Sports. I, I forgot, I forgot about that. And uh, that's, you know, that's awesome. That I that that he's going to be at the Super Bowl. I'm actually that actually I want to see how that works because that'll be very interesting to uh, to see uh, how that works. And no, that's not me saying that. Ironically, that's literally a thing I say now. But we we will continue our, our, our Super Bowl, Super Bowl, 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 Super Bowl, 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 coverage, a little bit later on. So there you go. Thank you everyone for joining us uh, on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. Uh, we are going to be doing a very special edition of Same as You Remember, Same as It Ever Was. We're doing a Soup-tacular special. <laughs> All of these names are going to be put into a mashup of uh, <laughs> of euphemisms that we can't say the actual actual name of. But thank you everyone for joining us on the Jack Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. Same as you remember, same as it ever was. Uh, is up next. Thanks for joining us on the Jack Live Show nine twenty two. Is the generic live show. Thanks for joining us here on the generic live show for a Sunday. It's Daryl Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geekio. Thanks for joining us. Uh, whether you're listening to us live or on your hard drive, it's a pleasure as per always. Uh, remember, our Discord lines are open. Geekdashow.net slash Discord. Channel general. Uh, until I get a moderator and then I can't do anything else. Uh, channel general uh, for all the hot business. Uh, welcome back to the Genetic Live Show. 
Sports Ball Edition, the Generic Live Locker Room. Here you go. Where we're getting changed. Wow, wow, wow. No. <laughs> there you go. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, but I hope you're enjoying the show thus far. Uh, so, I, I thought I'd do something a little bit special for the Generic Live show. Uh, the... The, the same as it ever was, same as you remember, same as it ever was, our show, uh, the part of the show, not the show, man, could you imagine if I did that as a full show, ugh, gross, <laughs> I, I might, I, you never know, it might spin out, it, it, it is quite popular, uh, the same, same as it, same as it ever was, same as you remember, same as it ever was, you would think I'd learn the title by now, it's that long, uh, the part of the show where we take a trip back in time and tell you what happened uh, uh, during that time. But today, I thought I would run down some of the super duper sports ball games that have taken place uh, over the years. Starting with the very first... I'm going to show this on screen, I can uh, including the very first one, the number Umero Uno, in January 15th, 1967, was the first, first one. These, this is the first, first ten. I'm going to show the first ten here. Uh, the first one is, it was held at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Green Bay 35, Kansas City 10. Number 2, the Super Bowl 2, was January 14th, 1968. It was held at the Orange Bowl in Miami. Green Bay won again, 33-14 against Oakland. Number 3 was held on January 12th, 1969 at the Orange Bowl. New York Jets were 16 over Baltimore 7. Number four was held on January 11th, 1970 at Tallinn Stadium in New Orleans, Kansas City 23, Minnesota 7. And then we got five, which was held on January 17th, 1971, again at the Orange Bowl in Miami, with Baltimore scoring 16 against Dallas's 13. Super Bowl six was held January 16th, 1972, again in New Orleans. Uh, Dallas won at that one, 24-3. Then we got Super Bowl eight going back to January 14th, 1973, held again at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Uh, Miami won 14 to Washington, seven. Uh, number, what, that'd be eight was held on January 13th, 1974 at Rice Stadium in Houston. Miami won that again, 24 uh, to uh, Minnesota 7. Then, whoop, whoop, whoop. There's a little black bar that keeps rising up and down. I don't know what that is. Uh, number 9 was held on January 12th, 1975 in New Orleans, Pittsburgh. Got 16 to Minnesota 6. And eight, uh, 10, rather, 
was held on January 18th, 1976. Uh, where is that one? 1976. Uh, in Miami again. Pittsburgh 21, Dallas 17. Uh, and then they just kept getting later and later. So, doing a few randos here. Uh, January 9th seems to be the outlier. Uh, Rose Bowl in California. Pasadena, in fact. Oakland 32. Uh, Minnesota 14. And then they, then they just got kept pushing back. January 20th. 1980, January 25th, 1981, January 30th, in 1983. Uh, the first one that was in February, though, was X XVI, so that would be 36, in 2002, in the Super Bowl uh, Superdome uh, in New Orleans. And then they kept getting... That and later. Uh, the last one was 51. And February 5th, 2017. In the NRG Stadium in Houston, New England Patriots. Versus Atlanta Falcons. And New England Patriots took it out. Uh, 50 was two years ago? Yeah. Well, that would make sense considering this one's 52. I mean... I mean, really, that would be that. Would be that. Uh, I want to see... <laughs> yeah, my new favorite thing is to find what it's sponsored on, on this. Uh, yeah, it's to find out what's uh, sponsored... Uh, what the sponsored links are... Uh, on, on some of these... Unmissable flight sales end soon. Gallery, Jag fans are happy to see their cast 13 years after the... Uh, here's where to watch the original stand... What? Here's where to watch the new stand original series Wolf Creek. I mean, you just gave it away. And don't waste money on the wrong health insurance. Compare. Makes sense. Seems legit. Uh, as we continue here on the Jerk Live Show for a Sunday, well, we're going to break down, we're going to go, we're going to peek behind the curtain uh, into why sports ball, why sports ball ads are so important. And then we're going to break down some myths and legends about the sports ball culture. Because that'll end well for sh that'll end well for sure. Thanks for joining us as we continue here on the Jank Live Show. It's Dale Campbell here with you. It's a pleasure as always. Thanks for joining me. It's 9.32. the show at any time generic live show at gmail.com this is the generic live show thanks for joining us here on the generic live show for a sunday it's dale campbell here with you we're doing it for kikoyo thanks for joining us uh we had a roadblock there i don't know what happened we had a little bit of a data block and 
everything's freezing up. Oh no. Uh, my computer's having production block. It just doesn't want to produce anymore, but we're going to push through without it. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. Oh, what's... What's happening? Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we, we're here talking, talking some game for you because that's what we do. We like talk game. We talk. We talk game to you. We don't talk dirty. We talk game. Uh, and in in talking game uh, today. Oh, by the way, again, uh, uh, segment reminder: our disc Discord lines are open. Geek-O.net slash Discord. Uh, and I want to make sure everything works. <laughs> Literally everything just went. Uh, nope. Uh, works. I'm just going to put works there and see what happens. See what happens. Oh, it works. Alright, so here we go, Mario. So, you might think to yourself that the quality of the game ads have dropped in years. I mean, and you'd be kind of right. I know there was some negativity around the 2016 ones, and I know the 2017... That struck me was how it looks. It takes you by surprise, because it, it breaks from the norm. And I can't mute that video. Alright. An ad interrupting GLS. Who had that? Uh, how about we... Hmm, hey. Uh, hey, CBS, how about you don't autoplay videos for me? Thanks. So, according to CNN uh, Money, I better unmute that channel, otherwise this is going to make the rest of the show pretty awkward. Uh, so, CNN Money has, has an, uh, I, I think it's an opinion piece about why the ads still matter. In the age of YouTube... Facebook and Instagram, why are marketers still willing to throw down millions of dollars for a 30-second spot on a ad? It's simple. The NFL is our marquee event, and it's the TV's biggest game in town, and nothing else comes close. Quote, a lot of trends that we've seen in the media over the past decade have been the only one... Uh, excuse me. Take two. Quote, a lot of trends that we've seen in the media world over the past decade have only made the big game more important, unquote, said Tim Kalkins, a marketing professor at Northwestern University Kellogg School of Management. Kalkins, who studied commercials for the big game for years, said the game bucks advertising trends in an important way. While TV network ratings are struggling, the NSL, NFL Championship, NSL, the NSL, the RSL, uh, championship remains the best way to reach as many people as possible at once. Uh, the uh, one about 112 million people. Wow, Dale, get moving. Uh, watched last year's matchup between New England Patriots and Atlanta Falcons. More than 61 million tuned in for the post-game show, according to Nielsen. That's still pretty good. A uh, 61 million for a post-show game? That's not bad, considering that's that's what many people 
uh, just tune in for is the actual, uh, just the show. Uh, other NFL playoff games uh, trailed this as the the big game. Uh, oh, get out of my way, pop-up ads. Uh, another, probably something about 34 million people. All right. The, sup the superb owl is just a much watch the commercials in the game itself. Quote, it, there's a symbolic nature to big game advertisement that isn't the same as other platforms. He says, quote, uh, the big game ad used to be a big game ad, but over the past decade, it became a two-week extravaganza. Uh, a man been teasing this year's ad spot with a 15-second YouTube spot featuring actor Danny DeVito swimming in a pool of chocolate. <laughs> Culkin said another common tactic is for companies to release the ad ahead of time on YouTube. It might seem counterintuitive to give away the surprise before you, you have a captive audience, a captive audience. But Calkin said it's a good spot to generate welcome buzz. If someone watches an ad on YouTube and enjoys it, he says, there's a chance that that person will talk about it at the superb owl party before it hits the air. A uh, prime example of that phenomenon was Volkswagen's two th uh, successful... Uh, Pulsat commercial in 2011. The ad titled The Force featured a child in a big sci-fi movie franchise title. This is the copyright this is the this is the copyright free version of this show. <laughs> uh, attempting the franchise's special powers on his dog on launch machine and eventually his parents' new car. The minute long YouTube version was a hit and the kid gave several interviews after it went viral, including an anchor to CNN. Time Magazine called it the ad that changed the big game commercials forever. Sure. And th this article goes on to talk about uh, how you want to make it as, as interactive uh, as possible uh, for the audience and, uh, you know, you want to make it as kind of... You know, you've got a captive audience, so you may as well use them to your advantage. And that's fine. Like, that's, that's marketing 101 is, is using your audience that are already there and are going to be watching through the games. But I, what I... You can't really... The one metric that's wrong with that, and I always stumble upon... I always stumbled upon this upon doing marketing, my marketing degree, is that you, you do have a captive audience. You've got the numbers there, but how many people at, are, actually, are actually watching the ad and are actually there and are actually responding to the ad? Yes, you get a, a better metric with that with YouTube with views on YouTube because the fact that people have to actually go to YouTube and wh whether or not it's it's featured or it's in their uh, totally fair homepage that has all the aggregate content uh, in it, whether it's there or not, uh, you can you know you can still uh, figure it out from from there. Uh, but also, I think uh, the one uh, one thing, yeah, but there's a step further 
in that process that wasn't there when, you know, when, when this, you know, when, what am I trying to say? Uh, There's a, there's a, not a passive, what's the other one for passive? There's an interaction there. You have to actually interact. You have to actually go to YouTube. It's not just passively uh, in the background as you eat your wings. Again, man, I could do it with some wings. Uh, that, that's... What if we made the logo a wing? <laughs> just make the logo a wing. Uh, but uh, apart from that, so it's not there. Yeah, passively on in the background and no one's paying attention to it whilst... There is a party going on, and that's another thing, too. There's a whole party going on, whereas, sure, sure, you can put on, you can put YouTube on a television, but again, and that only counts for one interaction with, with YouTube, particularly with the commercials, that's one interaction, but you have people intently focused on the screen at that point, unless you're putting on background music or a movie or something and people are like doze off or go and do something else and I know I'm guilty of just putting on a podcast while I'm cooking so and my primary focus is not listening to the podcast in that situation but having it on in the background but I'm still I'm still going to YouTube it's not like we have the television on and there's a bunch of people those the particularly with podcasts is a little different than than say commercials or music but you go that extra step further and you go right we're going to watch commercials now <laughs> no one does that at a party by the way no one no one turns up to a party and i haven't i haven't been to many parties i'm, I'm not judging if that's someone's kink that's that's fine. If that's a new, if that's a new millennial, if that's a new millennial trend uh, that I'm missing, uh, please correct me. But I don't know many people that are turning up to parties to just watch commercials. But you know what I mean. Like there, you know, there's times there where, you know, you're just, you're, you're just paying attention to YouTube videos or whatever. Plus again, better metric of how many people actually watch that commercial. Because I'm going to say 99.999999999% chance that the commercial number, the number of views on the commercial on YouTube is a lot smaller than the viewership numbers. Again, people have it on the backgrounds of of shows and they're passively watching it as opposed to actively. Actively! Man, why couldn't I think of the word actively? Actively. So, there you go. Anyway, as we continue here on the Jack Live Show, we've only got, we've only got two minutes of the 10, 10 uh, the 15 minute mark. So, I'm going to save this myth, myth busting, because it makes me feel good until the next hour. How about that? 
How about we leave myths until the second hour? Facts in the first hour, myths in the second hour. Uh, anyway, as we continue here on the Jack Live Show for a Sunday, we're going to be taking a break now. <laughs> it's way too much sports ball chat for my liking, so we're going to take a little bit of a break now and we'll talk about cute animal sounds. Uh, a killer whale learns to imitate human speech. And it's adorable. It's so cute. Oh my god. As we continue here on the Jack Live Show, thanks for joining us. It's Dale Campbell here with you on your big day. As you know, it's going to be a good day as we continue. Thanks for joining us. It's 9 49. to give you a big dose of genericness. This is the Generic Live Show. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. Uh, we're doing it for Geek.io. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show. Uh, the Discord lines are now open. You can head on over to geek-o.net slash discord and join Channel General. Uh, I'm in there hanging out. Uh, you can join in conversation uh, that, that that plugs great for I just realized something that that plugs great for podcast listeners <laughs> they should join, join in live then I mean that's not my fault uh, so yes you can uh, uh, you can join in the conversation there uh, you can join in the conversation there uh uh, these are my headphones. Thanks, though. Uh, so, uh, we we had a story uh, sent to us. Oh, my computer's freaking out. Uh, so, CJ Boat uh, sent in uh, a story uh, about killer whales. Now, killer whales, you wouldn't think uh, are known... Uh, Direct X says, uh, did you steal your headphones uh, from your sitter? And I'm like, no, they're mine. Direct X, well, give me it then. I want it. The headphones are good. I love my headphones. Uh, so, yes, killer whales... Uh, I do like these headphones. Uh, a killer whale has been taught by scientists to copy human speech. Again, thank you, CJ Boat, for sending along this story. Researchers are studying a 14-year-old killer whale named Willie... Will... Wilkie, that's a weird, that's a weird name, uh, who was well-trained and had taught how to copy behaviours in a previous study. Uh, how do I... Ah, there we go. Uh, uh, 
Uh, researchers uh, are studying the 14-year-old female. I'll just read that. Uh, Willie has recorded uh, mimicking English words like hello, bye-bye, and one-two, uh, as well as the name of her trainer, Amy. Killer whales used, uh, quote, killer whales used their blowhole to make noises, much like all the rest of us, along with speaking out your nose, so we're not expecting it to be perfect, Dr. Uh, Jose Armson, a researcher at Wow, these names really drew me up. At the University of Madrid, who led the study. But we are surprised of how close they are. There you go. Scientists wanted to understand how capable whales are of imitating noises. So they can understand how whales learn in their natural habitat. In addition to human sounds, Wiki is exp uh, Exposed, but was exposed to make noises other than kill a whale to see if it was capable of imitating them. Ah, okay. The results of the experiment were documented in a, a research journal that no one will read. After listening to human or whale sound, Wiki requ was requested to reproduce her, saying, Do this. Uh, Wiki's calf, a three-year-old named Moana, was taught uh, to make five unique sounds and could use this to test his mother. Human sounds were taught uh, directly from the killer whale's usual respiratory of noises, repertoire rather, of noises, and they could provide more advanced test of her ability to imitate. Uh, there is a video and it's adorable and we're going to show it right now because why not? Uh, and there's a commercial. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, check out Black Panther. I hear, I hear Black Panther is going to be a good movie. Um, even though, yeah, that is Black Panther. <laughs> check out, check out Black Panther. Hello. 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 Uh, by the way, the, these are just pictures of. Killer whales, I'm sure. Hello. One, two. Oh, it's adorable. One, two. Okay, that's not so adorable. One, two. One, two. One, two. Kia Cerato S has just been awarded Australia's best small car. Huh. Huh. Killer whales? Really? They know how to do uh, Kia commercials now? Huh. <laughs> do you see how that works? It's pretty good. You know, the, the Kia Soul. You know, a great, a great small affordable car according to the Killer Whales. <laughs> Man, the Independent really just nailing it today. Despite their intelligence, other primates are, are not generally capable of such imitation, uh, the article continues. Uh, what else is there? In the wild, different killer whale groups demonstrate unique vocal quote-unquote dialects when they are demonstrated of copying noises made by other species. 
species. Hmm. Quote, uh, they have been known to imitate bottlenose dolphins and sea lions, Dr. Armisen uh, said. Quote, we still don't fully understand uh, why some am animals uh, learn to mimic, but there are a few possibilities. Dr. Alex Thornton, a senior lecturer in cognitive evolution at the University of Exeter, uh, who was not involved with the study, but then just got a quote, because why not? Some animals imitate others uh, to deceive them, while other animals appear to do so in order to show off their potential mates. Uh, show off to their potential mates. That's a weird, it's a weird, weird thing to be uh, doing while mating, by the way, is to uh, go, look what I can do! <laughs> just mimic them. I'd like to, I'd like to imagine that They'd like to make fun of them too, just like to like poke fun at them and go, hee 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 let me take that. Try that again. Uh, more research will be uh, happening for more cute, adorable animal sounds. That did not make sense. All right. Let's kick this hour home as we continue here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. Well, we're going to be taking you to the Generic Live Locker Room as we uh, tell you everything you need to know about the game that's already started. Oh, yeah. We can check in on the big game. <gasps> Live sports ball coverage on the Generic Live Show as we continue uh, next on the Generic Live Show. Thanks for joining us. It's Daryl Campbell here with you. It's 10 o'clock. <laughs> 